WrestleMania Flake episode 71, and it's good to be back. We got our boy, Mr. Silkman himself, the million looks. Do him out. What it is. And what then, always, and as we got Mr. BK, Mr. Matt himself, Teddy Lucy, and the- <laughs> Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? And you got Don Beardo himself always looking fresh with the fresh look. And we coming in with the new hot take of the Go Home Show. Spin a time, spin some pleasure, but it's good to be back on the mic kicking it with you guys. No, real talk. It's been a minute. Things like things have changed. Like we really didn't know recording like what five, four or five months now, almost. You know, we took we we took a, a long extended holiday break, but I think it's all for the better because, we, like, for like, honesty, like I've been kind of burnt out on like professional wrestling. We like, took a Charlotte. Really... <laughs> I really like like burnt, like burnt out, but it was just like nothing was really like catching interest on both sides last year from. WWE, you know, like the last days of the first era, and then the whole AEW fallout and they halt to momentum. Like, so I've been wandering around, but it was mainly a weekend. The juices came back. I enjoyed night one, thought night two was cool, and then everything just went to shit after a couple of news releases. We, you know, at the last time we left off, there was a old regime of the Vinnie Mac. You know, we had the uh, alleged sex scandal hush money. And uh, we got some things that we have in Trevor, who is uh, from WWE, but UFC. So we're going to be some, some changes. We've been promised that uh, Mr. Uncle Paul himself is still going to stay at the helm in terms of creative. Vince somehow had and came back because you know you never lost really tired, so he's back. Yeah. On and we got to clear that up about the, about the um the purchase. A lot of people are going around and saying that UFC bought WWE, they did not buy WWE, no, they, it was the parent company, yeah. Endeavor did, which is Ari or um, Emmanuel. If you ever watch Entourage based on Ari Gold. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's him. He's the person that was in an interview with Vince. So he the one that bought um, WWE alongside UFC. So a lot of people saying, oh, Dana White is 
gonna be Vince's boss. No, actually, Vince is higher on the no. RTV. <laughs> you gonna have fucking Dana White son come out? Like the contract on World Wrestling Entertainment does say White. What is it, Jack White or some show? <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I don't. I, I... But one thing I do know for sure that apparently Vinny Mac is a little bit on the uh, the upper side of uh, the hierarchy. Apparently, um, I think he has some sort of uh, some sort of input of what's going on in terms of direction the UFC wants to take. Um, from from some of the things that I've read. So Vince can interfere with with UFC, but apparently, you know, like he can like anything in um they're they're operating in terms of direction how they want to see things. Uh, Mm -hmm. Apparently, can also help out and say in how they're uh, forward. I guess I don't know if it's creative, visionary, uh, operational side, but I do know that that's the way they're. Yeah, I don't know if it works vice versa. Yeah. Um, um, but they, I do, we, we, they have yeah, I do know that when uh, Devin's board on um, UFC, a lot of people that, you know, watch UFC, they said that they didn't interfere too much with their, like, business. Like, they let them do what they do already. They just more helped yeah. on, like, the marketing and all that, like, as Ari said in the um, interview with Vince, he's like, we're not trying to interfere with no creative type of shit. We don't know nothing about wrestling like that. Like, no, you're just here for the profits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, that's Vince and Triple H and them. That's their thing. Like, they don't got no guy over there on Devin's side that's been booking wrestling before. But I, I would say on the outside looking in, them buying WWE was kind of like a slam dunk. Like in a way, especially in a way where they can pair UFC and WWE together. Yeah, like I like the two as a package. It's a good marriage. It's a good partnership. It's a good marriage, and especially because like last year when um when AEW was on TNT for the first like first go round, and we always said yeah. like how them being on TNT with the NHL, the NBA, kind of on the pulse of like America TV, kind of gives legitimacy to the product. So if WWE is standing right next to UFC, who is mixed martial arts defying, like yeah, it, that also like gives WWE a little bit of like coolness as well, being like associated with them. Yeah, some clarity. Because I feel like a lot the way of, AEW. Oh, good. Okay, no, no, no. What I was saying, I was like the way AEW came in, the whole TNT program was. The stepchild, yeah. you know, you gotta so work out. Um, Forty-nine endeavor. Mm-hmm. Thirty. Yeah. 
Like, um, what, what do you think? Um, do you think, um, they had the what? When do you think they had the offer for, um, for Malk? Um, um, Endeavors, yeah. Like, what, like, let's let's go backstage. Like, like, what, when, when do you think they approach, especially, um, matter of fact, let's bring this back to a knot. So, we haven't really been recording. Yeah, I the I the lovely movie person have have fallen in love with this TV show on HBO Max called Succession, <laughs> and it's funny because Malcolm is always said on the show he's always throwing out like quips, little Easter eggs, and even like in um in person he's always told me like yo the the family on Succession is straight up like like wrestling like WWE, like that's that's the McMahon's is the McMahon's are the Roy's the Roy's are the McMahon's. Yeah, Logan Roy is Vince McMahon in the flush. Yeah, so like after watching season one, literally bare bones, like I could really piece together the show, really with with knowledge of the wrestling company WWE and the characters Vince, um, Shane, Stephanie, Triple H. He, yeah. No Tom, but. Still, that that fucking you, counts. You got to, you know, the the, the Bruce Pritchard types, the um Johnny Aces. Yeah, you get the Stooges is in there. Like, like, like this is some legit. They call this shit McMahonism or whatever. But um, for so for them to get sold while watching, like while I'm still like freshly watching the show, like I just told you guys, like I'm on um season two. Like, shit is crazy to me. Like, like this is like shit, like. Especially because I guess the show kind of helps me with the the business jargon, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they always show like somebody on the phone creating these power plays. Like, are you taking a deal? Like, all right, somebody spearheaded an offer. Let's 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 get like cross the eyes and T's. Let's sell. So, what when, when do you think like um, Endeavor you... came through with a deal? So from from the interview I've seen with Vincent Aries, it looks like it's been in, in play for like a little longer than we thought it was which was interesting because a month ago the president of endeavors there was he was asked on a call like um how, how you feel about wwe do you think that's in play and then it was like yeah but the price they're asking for is a bit too pricey you know they're asking for the non-bill um so i'm like okay they out of the contention because they they publicly came out and said they're not really interested so i'm like okay but then Nick Nick Khan did the interviews over the weekend, and he said, you know, there's going to be a lot of options in play, which I heard, even though Endeavor's bought WWE, there was other people like Netflix, Amazon, other people in play, but Endeavor's had the biggest offer, which was the non-billy, and WWE's value at 6.5. Mm-hmm. So Vince got exactly, that's what Vince wanted. He wanted the non-billy. So and on the sweetener, he could come back and control. Right. Like let's 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 keep the drama like like on some like cause that was one of um I don't want to spoil one of the plot lines in season one, but one of the plot lines in season one was somebody wanted to hostile take over the company so they could be put in control. Yeah. Um which and we gotta bring it to pop cop um proper context, like since we've been gone over the holidays. <laughs> During Christmas holidays, Vince sent out an email to Stephanie, Nick, 
and Triple H and the rest of the board members that, you know, the, the scandals cool down. I want to come back at least to um for the sale part of the um you know thing. And then they was telling him they resent the email and they said, No, we don't think you need to be back. So that's when Vince, that's when January, the first week of the year, Vince came back and he took out two board members and all that was like a, a retakeover. I'm about to say, yeah, because because they probably knew what it was. Like, I want to help with the sale. And then what, Vince? Merch, booking. What else you want to help with? But then, like you said, he like, hold he up. He wanted his I finger on everything. everything. He like, hold up. How y'all rejecting me from selling my own damn baby? Nah, fuck this shit. I'm, if I'm selling it, I'm selling it all. And I'm putting me back, put back in control. Yeah, which is not, it's not no surprise that Stephanie left. Basically, Stephanie didn't want to be working for around for this shit. Yeah, she didn't want to be around Vince no more. And you know, they was playing it up like you know, Stephanie never took a break and Triple H got you know he had the scares. Nah, because nah, or some real shit. Like this is this is uncharted waters, bro. WWE is not a McMahon property no more. Yeah, like yeah. I, I get and like and like and like literally like in the show he was like, yo, we could cash out. You all right? You have that cash. But now you just lost the family business. Now our sons or our daughters, they not as tied in to the company as they as they could be if we're still numero uno. Um but yeah, I but mean it, it's kind of one of those things. Easy been one of those things is like did he just create I guess generational wealth or did he just look at it as you know what? I don't. I, I, I this as a family business, like as I would have wanted to, and, and leave this to my kids. Like there, there's a lot of told stories. I don't know if we gotta wait uh, ten years from now and hear the A and E version or the dark side of the rich documentary and how they just didn't want to leave the kids. Yeah, and that's the big. That's the big one too because. In, in a weird way, he's been grooming them since the start. Like how we said, like just yeah. now, like now some descendant of McMahon or like even Shane's kid. Shane kid can't go to WWE no more and be like, all right, I want an intern job. Like, um, you gotta send in a resume, bro. Shit different here. Um, like, so like for them to be on TV to learn Gorilla, Stephanie's executive, like they've been doing this role literally since maybe what, like 12? 11 and then said at the end of the day when it's this time to turn over Vince is like nah I'm selling y'all gonna get paid and that's that yeah I think Stephanie does she she's not employee no more but she still has shares in the company she's still like at the Vince the second majority shareholder mm-hmm. so um you know she's obviously gonna pay out Triple H's gonna pay out Nick Khan's getting paid big for doing this sale. Nick Khan, if you want to get paid, hi, Nick Khan. <laughs> Yo, Nick Money Khan. I'm about to be friends with that boy. This is, cool. <laughs> this is the fourth billion dollar deal in three years you did for them. My son, Nick Money Khan. And I, I got to say, I don't know how long he's going to you know, be around, but I'm pretty sure all around the entertainment business, everybody, he's the golden boy right now. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah, like, shit like that travels. So now he's plugged up for, like, anybody. High high key, like if Nike want to make a big move, they probably call him. I mean, 
I was listening to his interview um over the weekend, like before night one, and you know they were talking about you know of course the sale, you know, but I was he he was giving his endpoints on like everything in sports, like yo the NBA deal, this 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 dude's a smart dude, like he knows. He, he was yeah. talking like the Pac-12. He was like, oh, yeah, I think he like, did a bad move there. He like, I like money. You can call me. I'm free. Yeah, he was just giving a lot of insight. And it was like, oh, okay. Like, like I don't feel like he's going to be, like, in WWE in, like, five years. Nah, like you said, he was here to touch up the deals, to be a force on their side that, that – also because, like, they know the wrestling business. He he was like an entertainment dude that was on their side brokering these deals. You know who I can kind of like give like a comparison to who who this kind of reminds me of? Who? Um, World World Wide West in the Knicks organization. Yeah, because the Knicks, as long as I've been a fan, they never had that dude to broker these deals. To like play with the to like play with the big like you know the big names like got the Rolodex like know the executives like how to play yeah. like play the business game they never had that yeah I think um I think remember CM Punk said that line a few years ago like you um you a millionaire but you should be a billionaire mm-hmm. yeah and it was true but like WWE had all the IP to be a billion dollar company but they wasn't working it the way they was and and then Nick Khan and then he made them a billion dollar company yeah yeah, you know it's like three years in a row now they made billion dollars just off that alone in revenue so and a lot of it was you know when you had Punk talking about how this pretty much the same thing and he was just like the only reason you're not uh you know a billionaire and making these deals because, like, it was some of the people who he partnered up with. Like, they weren't making the best decisions. Bunch of yes, man. Yeah. No one so stepped it, out of line. It's like, no, this is what needs to be done. Yeah. So it wasn't from like a wrestling standpoint, creatively. It's like some of the business deals y'all was doing was not. Y'all was doing. Y'all was thinking too small. I will say that he as well, since he jumped aboard, they have been on like a bigger plane of thinking. Oh, absolutely. Like even even the backlash in, in Puerto Rico shit is a bomb ass idea, yeah. And that came out Yo, of nowhere. It, it's the, it was the perfect idea, and I think um, just from the press conference, like you know, you had Triple A saying like, "See, we want to be where we know the fans are going to be," because this is the first time that we've gotten, you know, as many events overseas, you know. Than 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 I can remember. Mm-hmm. They 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 you know, and I, and I do international like... international weight to use. Yeah, and that's that they are WWE's. It's a huge name. It's a yeah, huge like, name. I like, like, like why? No, I I do like when WWE have international shows. Like if every show was international, it would become watered down. But when they do have like these curveballs in the schedule, where they do have like a pay per view, or like even when they used to have like Raw from Canada, you could feel like that that love that people have for this. It's a different energy. Mm-hmm. They they first five four four out of the first five um next pay per views is gonna be international. Well, what are we had in? We got we got um we got Puerto Rico. We got Puerto Rico next. You got Saudi when they do King of the Ring. And okay. then they got they going to UK to London for um, Money in the Bank. Oh, I didn't know about that. That's actually really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. 
Money in the Bank in London, that's really cool. And then they're going to Detroit for SummerSlam and four. My kids. son, I'm saying it right now. My son Gunther walking out with that briefcase. <laughs> What's this? April fourth. We go. Let's rewind that back. Yeah, they might do the Sheamus Intercontinental win there. Hmm. What did you say, Mal? I, I they still... might do. They might give Sheamus the Intercontinental belt there in the UK. That would be true because that that's the last one for his Grand Slam, right? Yeah. Yeah, booking with a purpose. I like it. Well, uh, another uh, event in Australia, I think that's something that they on doing. Yeah, he was talking about that too, Triple H. Yeah, um, I think that that is something that they're planning on doing again in like September. Because uh, like not everything has been set in stone of where the next um, you know premium live events usually before like before the you know beginning of the year you had a complete list of what's going to be what um, in terms of me about the year uh, but they're kind of taking it I guess by uh, by quarter I've noticed that too because you're right they, they used to have, uh, I mean like, did they even unveil where, where Survivor Series will be this year what's that going to be what was that? No, I was just asking. God, and oh I, no, no, I, I thought you where uh, Survivor Series is going to be. Uh, What's SummerSlam going to be? They haven't announced where Survivor Series is going to be yet. No, I'm asking. I haven't heard anything. Oh no, I haven't. I haven't heard anything. Any dates on that yet? Is SummerSlam coming back to Brooklyn? No, nah, it's going to be Detroit in full field. Oh, that's why they had that logo like that. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, it was a, they, I liked it though. It was kind of like the a throwback of the old uh, Detroit Pistons. I'm about to say it reminds me of the Pistons logo. That's why I was like, oh, no wonder it was like very spoily and, and motorized. On the field though, that's nice. Ford Field. Honestly, I love when WWE does stadium shows. Like they add, and it's not it's not to also harp like look down on AEW or shit like that. Can we get some pop and circumstance? Can can we get some some gravitas in that company? Yeah, some big big main event. Like you know, they they they. Well, I guess we're not gonna know about this until they get to yeah, the yeah. deal. Oh, nah, uh, so Survivor Series uh, look is looking to be out in uh, Chicago. Well, that'd be cool. Oh, that's the room of Chicago? Yeah, it's going to be at the Allstate Arena. Mm. Oh, yeah. We'll see how that gets booked. Um, yeah, so they got some, for the summer, they got that all locked down. Um, but how y'all felt about um so far like just seeing it for Mania, the whole stage. I thought it, you know? it looked really cool. I think I think for the, I think we got really like our first really great modern Mania. I and agree. I was saying the stage was the best stage since thirty three. And, and I mean, I mean, not even yeah. just like the in ring work. I mean, just like the atmosphere, the arena look look super cool, like. Just everything about those two nights, 
the environment, like it really looked like WrestleMania. I, I thought they really did a good job with them so far. No, they really did. Um, stage was definitely on point. Um, atmosphere was was really great. I think presentation wise, it did a, a really good job. Um, sucker for me for saying, but like I think one of the biggest things that I'm always waiting for in WrestleMania, like what's gonna be like the the most popping entrance ever, and I feel like that kind of um was a little bit of a downer for me this year. Um, yeah, obviously for much, nostalgic. No, I was gonna say we didn't really have too much pyro you know, entrances this year. You know, the pyro for the last match. Yeah, <laughs> he's stupid. You already know Cody needs like, at least like five minutes worth of pyro. <laughs> you know, so dramatic. Ray's entrance was was uh for nostalgic purposes though. Yeah. Um, you know, coming in with the low rider with Snoop playing uh uh gin and juice. Yeah, Bianca's interesting, um, especially the story with the girl, the little girl. Yeah, comping girls. Um, and then I think after that, Edges Edges was pretty cool. Yeah, I know um, somebody I somebody that, like, on the internet was like they was trying to get Christian. It was it was like they got Christian or some shit like that. I heard Gangrel they lie. I, to pop up. That's what I figured. I thought that Gangrel was gonna. Is gonna be making that that appearance at <laughs> a WrestleMania check. He he been like mm-hmm. yeah, so you know this is a WrestleMania appearance. You know I've been around here before. He's just like oh, this, is, <laughs> this is money. I'm getting, I, I, I'm getting some of this uh, this. Money. Like, you can pay me. But I know this is WrestleMania. What's the royalties looking like? Yeah, it's like I just you know I want I want to. Yeah. I want. I think in a picture he was at WrestleCon though. I feel like in a weird way, I think the interest is going to be more on point next year than they were this year. In a weird way. Ah, uh, yeah, but I also do feel like you know we 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 spoke about this in prior episodes. I want to see some like they don't have to go all out on some of the other ones, but like for some of these like. uh you know, premium live events are like outdoor and stadiums. Like, make a little effort. Give me, give me some nice old school, like, you know, stage setups. Mm-hmm. Make like make me care about it a little bit more. Like I, you know, I've said this a billion times. Like every every pay per view, just like yo, I wonder what they're doing with the stage this year. I, I, I wonder what they're doing with like what, what... It was way better than. You know, don't putting a, a big L, um big screen up. Yeah, you know, like WrestleMania thirty five. Yeah, <laughs> WrestleMania thirty five was like you guys copped out. You guys just put up an entire LED screen with no effort. You guys did. Um, uh, the ramp for this as the one in uh thirty three. Yeah, you knew it wasn't. The, you knew it wasn't the same when we saw John Cena just lightly jogging. <laughs> nah, <that laughs> ramp, ramp almost killed Cena. That <laughs> ramp was just like, ah, oh, man, I, I, I'm not as young as a like. I, I can't make that full sprint. 
Between that and the fucking Shane debacle, I'm officially into adulthood. Yeah, he's like, yeah, we still got a match. <laughs> he's just like, ah, oh. he's like, I gotta myself on this ramp. It ain't, it, it ain't the same. It ain't that peacemaker set. Yeah, like I'm like, ah, oh, this is this ain't the same. I was like. I was like, if the Undertaker would have would would make this entrance, I'm like, man, we waiting on on 50 minutes now. Nah, he would have brought the bike out just like little 30. You probably, I think that probably would have been the best. Would have made an appearance. If he would have made an appearance, obviously that would have been dope. I was rewatching, really like looking at um Royal 30. I mean WrestleMania 38 last year, and Austin mm-hmm. when he's coming out of the fake KO. He comes out, you know, he does the Austin thing. Then he looked at the ramp. He walked to the back yeah. and grabbed the ATV. <laughs> yeah, nah. he's like, oh, he's like, nah. I, I, like, I need nah. to make my way down there in wheels. He said, nah, man, I ain't doing that ramp. <laughs> he's like, that's how we need to do it. But I'll be I'll definitely down to see Undertaker come back. You know, obviously not to wrestle, but it makes an appearance. I feel like if he retired, like the Undertaker, and he just kind of comes out a little bit more with the badass, I'm I'm for it. Yeah, he said that. He said the um that the dead man is is gone. Yeah, I I, I feel like it's time now. He can kind of just be because you know. Biker Taker is kind of like his his alter ego. It's really him. Yeah. yeah. Like, you really can't be... Like you said, the mystique is gone. Also, the agility. So, yeah. you know, like, you know, those spots to, like, get in a certain spot at time, to, like, run around the ring, to that that's not happening no more. He, no, he, could, be no, more, no. he could be more of himself as, like, the, the dead man or... Not the dead man. Like, the America's biker gimmick. Like he could be more of um, he could be more yeah, American badass, dead man ink type thing. Like, yes, and I th- and I think it's like it's good and it's time. It's nice to like kind of change that that leaf. But you know when that Limp Bizkit rolling came out, ooh, he got. Yeah. Or if you wanted to go, Kid Rock in there, it's like yo. We living in good time. He really needs to like thank fucking Limp Biscuit and Fred Thirst, Fred Thirst for that that theme song. That theme song is so synonymous with like wrestling and like that rise of that time. Yeah. Like you can't even say nothing about wrestling. They can be like that rolling, rolling. Look like, at my Undertaker shit. Like yeah. <laughs> what? And they they've done a lot of stuff. Um. I guess on the musical level, I don't know if how they come about the Hall of Fame shit anymore. Like I feel like some of like some of the the acts that kind of went into the Hall of Fame, I think was Vince doing mm-hmm. like creative wise how this is gonna work out with the uh the Paul Levesque era. I mean, they put this year's class was actually pretty good. Cool. Yeah, they put great mood in. He was like, I don't know why y'all put me yeah. in the roof for y'all. Which I thought they kind of they kind of shit the bed unless he was like, Nah, I'm not doing it. When he was doing his last final um, run, I feel like if 
he would have made just like that one last appearance uh to like you know kind of give him a little bit of of an of an introduction to like the non casual wrestling fans yeah i know why they they didn't know cuz that whole that whole month he was booked and busy yeah he was he had like cuz he had that new year's day in japan for Noah. Yeah, but he faced off. Mm. He had Naito. He faced off for all the guys over there. Yeah. He said, I, he said, I want to know everybody. I think he even had him. He even had that match with with Sting out in Japan. Yeah, well, um, Darby, Darby, it was a tag match. Yeah. Like he was like, "Yo, everybody coming to me. I ain't doing all this uh, traveling to the <laughs> state, Mexico. Like, y'all motherfuckers need to take that twelve, fifteen hours." Japan, yeah, I mean, me, <laughs> yeah, these legs don't need to. I'm fucking crying. Shout out to him. Um, but um, night one, mm-hmm. go down the car real quick. We had um, Derry Cena, you know, I'm just coming back to do the nod. No, I loved it. It honestly, it yeah. it reminded me of the Big Show match from WrestleMania 20. Mm. And I feel like if Austin Theory goes on to big things like what they what they position him as, a lot of people will see like that really was like John Cena's big like his his turn to Pass give that this. type of yeah to Austin Theory. Yeah, yeah. John really loved um, the company yeah. because he he got off the jet. He did the Australia movie. He went to Raw. Booked the match, he got right back on. Went to film another movie. Then he came to do Mania. Man, you like you gotta let you gotta let that money. Leave your money too. Hustle. Uh, he loved the game, unlike somebody else. <laughs> That's another story. I mean, even though he fully came out, and he, I used to talk all that shit. But when he got to when he got him put himself in that position, he was like, you know I what? was naive to think that way. I understand yeah. now. I was gonna say, like, even if Rock came back, I would rather Rock face a no belt Roman than a two belt Roman. Oh yeah. I think cause the scenario last year, you know, we got a lot of contenders in Cody, Sammy. Mm-hmm. It was it was just a different time. Now, nah, because like even that too is like even when you build it up, if Roman got two belts and you know they gotta add the little salt dash pepper, you know you gotta promo this shit championship match versus the Rock. You really think Rock winning? Rock barely yeah. coming. Rock can really barely come tonight. That's why. That's why I said last year. I say he's not gonna stick around for no six month skit. So, but if but if it's he's, like he's you know, say, yeah. If we fucking cross our fingers and maybe we get Rock and Roman next year, if, if Roman has no belts and this is just literally just a a match for the for the family, then fuck it. My like your sense of belief can be like more fifty fifty. Yeah. I think um, even when Roman, they even like he even said himself, he's like, we've only touched like if you know in baseball terms, we're only in the third inning. Like we've only. Just you know, just touch you know the tip of the iceberg with you know with the story that we want to tell. Yeah, that's true. Because now with the family falling out, like what's what's next? 
Yeah, so yeah. we're going to get into that when we get to talk about the tag match. We had the Mania Showcase. You know, obviously it was just a nothing match, but they, they, they had a good sleeper match. They, um, they was a, that was a banger. The match was under 10 for, minutes. Uh, for, for, was it really just 10 minutes? It was, it was, the match was eight minutes. Wow, I felt like it was longer. They got a lot in. They got a, they got a lot in, and it wasn't, for that match, it wasn't all over the place. I felt like a, a grabbed everyone. Everyone had their their spots, and I feel like the entire audience was just engaged in, in general. Because I thought it was at least maybe like a fifteen minute match. Yeah, um, I think according to uh, Uncle Master, I think it, it got over like four and a quarter stars. Yeah. I was just like, and it was, I, it was like again, it was one of those matches that you weren't really expecting. Yeah, people thought it was gonna be a you know bathroom break match, but they, you got you got talent like Chad Gable, you know Montez, Ricochet, all in the match. You know you're gonna get some heat. The deadlift from Gable to 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 Braun was like, but I was fire. Like. You, he's about to do this. You know, um, who knows one thing I did love about this mania, and like, like I love how Triple H makes it like how it should be. He used the wrestle, he used the wrestling spots to create the moments. Yes, rather yeah. than you know how so many, so many years they'll go so hard to try to create a wrestling moment by doing something like fucking Rock with a flamethrower is a WrestleMania moment. They let the wrestling in the match make. The moment I noticed that they didn't do a lot of backstage segment with legends. No, they let every. I I think the way that you could like, and I think you know we we kind of lightly touched about it, but I felt this mania was a turned up version of NX. Like in everything, it everything had its cooling moments. There was no momentum lost. Like every spot got everyone got a chance to really breathe and really make it was iconic or, or, or that spot. Nothing was rushed, nothing was stale. I don't know if it just came down because the the new generation of producers that we have right now with like Petey Williams, uh, you know, Kurt Angles, you know, Black Sun, <laughs> you know, like, um. Tyson kid and like I feel like everyone is just they're they're kind of integrating into that NXT let's go black and gold model and like it's like let's really just focus on the wrestling but like let's let's do it in a way where we because like every match of like now is like starting to have a little bit of the story but really combining those stories with the certain spots as opposed to you know Jacksonville company where it's just all spots, no, no really good storytelling to really milk it. It's just, you know, go, go, go. Yeah, he did a good job with that. Um, then we have, you know, a match that we all thought was going to be a banger, Seth Rollins, Logan Paul. Yeah. 
I like it. Logan Chase. Paul. Logan Paul showed up. Yeah, did it again. Yeah, he trying to get trying to get that Endeavor money. Hmm. <laughs> Endeavor Endeavor got to foot the bill. He's trying <laughs> to get that new Pokemon card. Yeah, um, Logan. Logan, I've said that like I forgot what his first or second match was. Bro's legit. Like yeah. he legit. Like I don't like it's crazy because he's not not trained or shit, but he trained himself. But he has like literally everything that you would want in a top. I agree. Uh, top of the card it, talent. It's almost Maybe, like he. he uh, we we said this. He, he has no business being that good. Literally that. Like I said this after fucking Roman Reigns match. If he gets a secondary right. title this year, I won't fucking I won't bat an eyelash. I won't cry. Yeah. Like he he has a charisma to to follow with ability. And for someone who's never really been in the business and kind of gets it, like unless like he's just like must have extremely dedicated twenty four seven coaches, but. He does things so naturally in the ring from the presentation, from the move sets, from just telling the story. Like, unless, like, you know, he's being paired up with, you know, these guys that already have that experience and maybe they're they're kind of really shooting him that, that um like, the spots and they're being the, the, the in-ring generals. But, like, mm-hmm. he's he's getting every spot. Like, he, he gets it. Amen. He knows, yeah, like, but- hey, this is where the cameras are. I need to do this. Like, how to engage with the crowd. Like, he has that it factor that a lot of people did, I don't think, um, saw it. The better Buckshot Lariat than your boy on Wednesdays. The Pepsi Man. <laughs> I would say, yo, I, I don't know. I could pitch this for SummerSlam. I'll be down for a Logan Paul versus Bad Bunny match. You know they got beef in real life, too. They do? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. It's all about the homeland, that. too. Yep, about Puerto Rico. Yeah. Well, if people can work, I'll be down for a Logan Paul Bad Bunny Bad Bunny matchup. And I thought that was a... And, like, it's not a work. This is, like, real life shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's one of those things. Is It's going to make dollars. Nah, Logan Paul, he's definitely... Especially if I got Gunther winning next year, th- this year, and Logan Paul resigns and has like a good run with the belt, I could see him win- winning Money in the Bank in twenty twenty five. Because I feel like since like his schedule wasn't won't give him enough time to like build a story, I think the perfect to get him accelerate him up into that main event slot champion slot slot is to get the Money in the Bank briefcase around him. Yeah, um, and then it'll, it'll add to his character too because he can always twitch with that shit. He can be like, I'm always around yeah. with it. Like, that really will fit his character so fucking well. I'm, I'd be honestly down for, I think, st- start off wise, I think having Logan and Austin Theory could legitimately be a banger for both. And I think it's right. something like if you, you know, you, you want to give Austin Theory lift and, like, in terms of his character and like as a person, I think this can also be something on the publicity level that kind of really help him elevate into like that future main event spot. 
I know what you mean. Like raising that name, that's really that's really a uh, good idea. Mm. What definitely help them out on like in the yeah. And shout out to um Seth Rollins putting another another banger on in Mania. Basically, Mister WrestleMania now. <laughs> Not over, but. This generation, Mister Mister Me. Nah, he's very technical. That's and that's why it's like it's cool to like see him go up, um, with the matches. Now, depending on who's booking this shit for the next year, like I'm really intrigued for um Mania. Like, cause what Night One really, Night One was perfect, and what it really did show was that Mania really is a two night event going forward. Yeah. Um, we had also the six woman tag. You know, Lita Trish coming back looking good. No, not Lita. Like, let's yeah, keep it hundred. Oh, yeah. Let's just keep it. Oh, <laughs> I love. Oh, yeah. I love Lita, but yeah, I'm not talking about. I was talking about appearance wise. Lita was looking like she wasn't looking good out there, man. She was getting flamed on Twitter. Nah, Lita. I'll give it up to her for still competing, but that wasn't Lita's best. That wasn't be on Lita's best matches. Yeah, she wasn't. It was, like, it was very. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, okay. And it was like, oh, the damn, I'll even leave that in there a little long. You know, yeah, what? Right. When they left it in there, I was like, what the hell's going on? It's like, go the audible? What the fuck? I was like, yo, we're we not getting the tag? <laughs> so like, yo, you, you arguing like, I seen Becky and Trish down on the floor. I'm like, where did that? She over here trying to do move but for move they- or EO. Um, there was, I did like that one spot where, um, they had Dakota up on the, uh, on the outside on the turnbuckle and, uh, they hoisted up Trish Stratus to kind of do the, uh, was it a a Stratus faction? Oh yeah, yeah. And then that was, that was a nice, nice spot. It was clean. It was safe. Nobody got hurt. Um, but it was it was a nice creative clean spot that they came up with. Yeah, the, the match was better than expected. Once they got like Becky and Trish in there, it started to roll on and stuff. Yeah, Trish Trish was looking good. Yeah, Trish, yeah. Trish was like the star of the show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean she was I mean she was looking good. Yeah. Still. Yeah, still. She was just like she was like Trish, mm. Trish been looking good since I was six, seven. Like, yeah. 2003 Trish. You like Trish? You could, you know, you could stick around another six months. You know? <laughs> well, we're going uh, to Puerto you know, Rico. Right. <laughs> you want to stick around? Like, you know, we 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 trying to we we trying to do things out there. Like, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Um, it was a cool match. Um, next on the card was um, we got the Mysterio. Loved it. Trying to bring that chunklet out. Yo, I was waiting for that spot. I was really waiting for like that spot. I was like, somebody just should have just like handed Angie the the chunklets and be like, use it. Like, just kind of present it like this golden briefcase. Like, use it wisely. But I like Mm -hmm. that Ray did use the belt. Yeah. No. Um. Aaliyah got splashed. Like, dang, Aaliyah. Just the, the, the build-up to it was even just from the night before at the uh, the Hall of Fame, they really take away from 
from Ray being inducted, but it was just because it still added that heat. But also, you you do know, you know, at the same time, if you take away, you know, kayfabe, you know, for a fact, Dom would have loved to just been out there and just kind of really be a fan at the same time. Yeah, and it allowed it allowed Dom to he got to watch obviously in the back, but you know, not get emotional, not break character. Um, shout out to Conan. He had one of the greatest speeches I've ever seen on the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he 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 brought he brought the yeah. emotion in that one. I got every everybody got in. Yeah, Ray went through his whole story top to bottom. Shout out to Ange. She a real one. She really is. Y'all, some of y'all are young ladies out there. Y'all need to take some notes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fact. Y'all need to take some notes. She held it down. Ain't no, ain't no one trying to look for, for these street baddies. We need interview out here. That is a fact. I was like, everybody got a little teary-eyed doing this. Um, but definitely, definitely a great man. Uh, Dom's DOC uh, <laughs> entrance was the uh, the video package was 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 pretty cool. Hilarious! <laughs> it was um, hilarious, but I the to it, I think it it worked to his uh, to his benefit. Just kind of also throughout these last few weeks, kind of like hearing all the how Dom is so disrespectful. Like Ray did a lot for him. I was like, you guys are really working yourself into this in, into this rivalry. Like you do know, like this is not real. Now, but that goes to show you, give Dom credit for the past since the few started. He's improved greatly in the company. Yeah. Like this time last year, like we were looking at Dom, like it's, it's not looking good. Like, but it's like, what's going on here? Like, what are we? It's like, cup, like the the story for him coming in, and then his first match, you know, during the Thunderdome era, with with Seth was was great. But then it was like, okay, what do we what do we do from here? Yeah, because and I, I think that like we might have to send you to the PC. It, it's. It, Damn, like we don't know what to do with him on the roster, but this was this was good. I, I still think that there's more he can do. Uh, but I think the rivalry between Ray and I, it, it, it obviously went, you know, went skyrocketed up after the, the the prison. Yeah, you know, prison Dom was what took him to like the that next heel level. Operating that with you know the rivalry with Ray and uh, I think the, those little those little backseeing YouTube uh, Instagram videos him kind of going into the house. Oh, especially uh, the Thanksgiving one. Yeah. yeah, same thing with Christmas. Like it worked out great. And the Valentine's Day one. Ray, I still they could have done more. Um, um, you know we have since we have Buddy Murphy, you know. The, the, you know the Hall of Fame festivities. You know what? You, you know he should have played. Yeah, he should have. He should have been sitting next to you know to the to the fan 
And I think at one point they kind of did notice that, and I know they, they ended up taking him out because he was sitting next to Rhea. Yeah, because it was like Dom, Rhea, and then Buddy was right there in the cut. Yeah. He was just like, nah, it's just not a good look to get you either because all of a sudden Damian Priest just came out of nowhere. And they didn't give him the tap on the shoulder. Right. Yo, I need you. I need you to step out, bro. This... They're about to put your friends. <laughs> Nigga, t- yeah. buddy got the TK text. <laughs> What's going on? It was like starting to look out like a a House of Black event. <laughs> it's true. Two thirds of them was there. Two thirds. So it's just like I thought it was. Wait. You know, Triple H pulled him to the side. I'm gonna get you out of here. I'm gonna find a way. They Andrade they they had like, talks backstage. Andrade's like, man, how many people I got to punch in that company to get out? <laughs> <laughs> Triple H that's, was like, that's, that's how like, look, if I'm about the title, I, I need some. Some alone time with Poppy, so you need to make this work. Because I know y'all need to bring you back. Hey man, this especially like TK. I just uh, the LW, especially since the LWO seems to be making a comeback, which I think is dope. You know, you know, Andrade looking at Santos like that should have been me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with Char- Charlotte wouldn't have taken no break if he was there too. I guarantee mm-hmm. you that. Nah, I guarantee you that she would have been right there because she would have been the head. Of- Andrade would have been LWO and she'd been the queen. Culture appropriation at its finest, but still, it been it been fire. She would have told Zelina, "I need in." Fucking Rick would have had a shirt too, nigga. <laughs> he'd have been like, "Yo, on the." Rick Flair is like like that honorary Latino because like there's not one Spanish person in the Caribbean that hasn't, especially back in the days that don't know who Rick Flair is. Like everybody they, and their they mother. All, they all try to they all try to live like him. Nigga, Rick told They all like, knew Rick Flair. Rick Flair was living out in Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, like it was nobody's Nigga, nigga, Rick told Triple H. Eric Bischoff to make LWO. He's like, oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. We need to we need to bring on We need to bring Andrade back. Already got Dragon Lee and Roosh. Oh no, nah, TK said, "Nah, y'all can't have Roosh." Nah, nah, but nah. not even. Nah, fuck um, that. Not even bringing. When I was looking at um WrestleMania, you could tell that the future, and this is one thing I did have a problem with in the Vince McMahon era, you never got a hint of the future and who was coming up next. Yeah. In this WrestleMania, you can see Theory. You can see um, Mysterio. Even though they both won their championships, Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair is going to be here to stay for a long time. Yeah. And even down in NXT, you got Braun and you got Carmelo. Like, yep, there's still talent 
that that is in that can be used properly. And like I said, that's one thing I always loved about wrestling. I always like to see the ascending talent reach the top, which I think is yeah. what everybody likes about wrestling. Um, speaking of bangers, you know, speaking of we take your shit personally, Ashley Flair. He said, Ashley, damn, bro. Yeah. I had to go there. She said, Y'all ain't gonna put us on the main event. Say less. Huh, Rhea Ripley. Turn. I was probably the match of the night. They the they the showed up. They uh they they definitely showed up. You you got like it's all about what was the most storyline yep. that needed to be told and unfortunate for you know for Charlotte and and yeah they they had to sit back and and, and place you know, to the Usos uh KO and Sammy and I. And I don't think it was... Um, if they would have had the main event, you know, Sammy and them, they would have got that emotional win. I think... Yeah. Like, they would have not been too eager to probably have the match that they did have in that slot. Of just showing that yeah. emotion of, like, we feel disrespected, we're going to go all out. Yeah. You know, and and that's kind of kind of like going back you know, WrestleMania 33, and you had KO and Jericho, like, them being put on number two on that card, it was like, you know, it's one of those things I agree with Jericho. Like, it was, that year, they had probably the best storyline going in with the best friends. That's true. And on number two, oh, it, 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 Slap in the face, you know. I think most people like it for a story like that. If you're not, if you're not putting me, hard or at least, um, off, you know, I, I think it's uh, you know, a bit different. I think especially a few years ago, like, yo, like, at least put me, you know, put me second or third to last. Numbered. I know Charlotte got to be looking at KO with the side eye. This is the second year in a row, bro. You took the main event from me. <laughs> second year in a row, like, KO took the main event. Damn. He was like, hold on, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Steen, back to back main event. He's like, I need you to hold that. Them Canadians did right. That match definitely had a PWG feel to it. Mm. Like, not in, like, a yeah. snarky way, but it definitely had, like, that, that drag fight down to the last that, like, a lot of... Um... And also, another thing people don't... Under... Like, I know a lot of WWE fans like the shit on, like, how these wrestlers go to different promotions and they pick up wrestling styles and ways to do shit. But you see, this is why they do it. So they will pop this shit out for you at WrestleMania and you think it's like the best shit since sliced bread. I think you need that diversity in style. 
It's like true. they complement. They you you need something to be able to bring into an audience, um, and also to complement so, like uh, someone else who has a, a different style. Because if you go in and you know, like everyone always talked about, like oh, you got to fight, you have to wrestle the WWE style. We can't do stuff, and it's just like, yeah, I get it, but you know, I think just look at it now, like. Again, everyone has their own their own taste of what they they you know, and I think long term, if you look at the WWE style, like it it it, it makes sense for you in terms of how the presentation, how things kind of just tell more moments, uh, as opposed to you know, if you look at a, a lot of the stuff in the Indies or New Japan, like. Everyone, everyone has the way of, of doing it. And I think now that you're getting a lot of people who've had those backgrounds and be able to like, okay, this place shaped me up. I'm able to bring that in. And I think having, you know, working with those producing, collaborating, you can just be like, okay, I can, I, I know what I did before and it's not going to work here. But with this style, you can kind of be like, now I know I have a appreciation of how I can bring this spot to this place and really make it your own in 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 a, in a different setting on how you're able to the presentation itself. Yeah. Now nah, cuz I'll say even with the WWE style um um Danielson he wrestles a WWE style in AEW sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think helps them because then for eyeballs that's trying like want to check in, they were like, oh, they, it's like something very um, familiar. Yeah, I think they, the, 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 and the reason they do the WWE style, in the first, it's, for, they, it's different than the other companies. They on the road 200 days a year, so it's more safety. You know, if you're going out there doing net break, I mean, brain busters like KO did on Saturday, every Saturday night, you ain't going to have a long career. Yeah. No. But I think and also the WWE style, which I like, which I really have grown to like love. Like after like they they are like like Chris always say they allowed a moment to breathe. Yeah, wrestling wise, dialogue wise, story wise, even ring IQ wise, hey, let the, that shit breathe. The best, the biggest the AEW match ever was the WWE style match, the Dame Shen um Omega match. Yep. Yep, one see right there, and me and Chris is in the house for that. Yeah, that was definitely you're not lying. AEW's best match is a WWE style hyper match. Well, yeah, shout out, oh, yeah, shout out to the Usos, man. They've been holding it down. Fucking the Usos, still think number one, number one tag team, I think, in, in professional wrestling. <clears throat> You talk Hands about character, down. ring work, just you really know what they could do on the mic. Like nobody's touching them. No, I don't care what promotion you are you're you're in right now. Um, the Usos are number one. Yeah, like um, even FTR was talking about. It, it was like, yo, it's, you know, it's hard to hate. Yeah, you know, they doing their thing. Like they go to. By the way, they they, they need they need to come home. Oh, with the haircuts? <laughs> no, oh, no, you told me FTR. They need it. It's time. 
I think, but like, now it depends who's running the show. Yeah. And then if, if FTR wants CM Punk to come at AEW, then they're not going to leave. Yeah. There's, there's, uh, there's a, a bit of politicking going on out in Jacksonville. Politics as usual? As usual. You know, you got people saying, oh, they don't, they, you know, there's a lot of people coming out and saying, we don't want him. He's toxic. You gotta, you, you, yeah, CM Punk, he's a cancer. We don't want him. You should just retire. And I was like, yeah, who are here advocating for him to come back into professional wrestling. And when he, when he came, showed up in AEW, this man was selling merch from left to right. It was even after the whole, you know, debacle with the elite. I mean, he's beefing with their favorite wrestler. That's all. That's what it was. It was like, oh no, you can't touch King Ken. Young Bucks, no. Pepsi Man is bad. Pepsi Man. I mean, apparently he got beef with Moxley too. Yeah. Same thing with Adam Page. I mean, you know, it's just once, like it gets to a point though. Once you be on all the top people on the card, who's left to fight? He's like, oh, he's not gonna job for this person. He's not gonna put him over. He's Pepsi Man is bad for this company. He doesn't. He doesn't share the same vision as we do. As Cornette said, the EVPs. <laughs> like this is the whole thing with them, that whole situation that I like. It's like, yo, if he's trying to give y'all advice to be better, why y'all just why y'all just sh- shutting the door out? Like, why y'all being some snarky motherfuckers? Cause that, cause they boss. He sets the precedence, just like Vince sets the precedence at WWE. So does Tony Khan and AEW. No, I'm talking yeah. about with Punk, and they were saying like how that was the main beef is like he would they he was trying to kick game to like. The elite and they just weren't hearing it or just didn't really care. Yeah. Adam Perry said he didn't want no advice. Which is some fucked up shit, bro. You need some damn advice. I don't understand how y'all got like people like Dean Malenko, Arn Anderson over there, and y'all want no advice. That's no what advice? I'm saying. No it's, advice? It's selective advice. That's crazy. It's called selective. Yeah, who it, it's about who you want to take advice from. I mean, and I think that's what the uh, the big problem is. No, they could you know just be chill like Brian Danielson, but you know, <laughs> Brian's well, having his matches. He's going home to breathe. He ain't in no drama. Well, I would say the um night one was definitely the 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 better out of the two nights. Yes, like I don't know what night two like I don't and night two had the better matches, which is crazy. You night night two night two present the heavy hitters, um, but obviously carry the. I, I think for some reason, like night, I feel like night one was better. But when it came down to night two, we got 
the match of potentially of the. Which one? You talking about them? Oh, the triple threat. Yeah. We we knew that that had to be it. Yeah, man. I, it, it, I, I, I know, like, going into this week, that was, like, the one match. I'm like, I need to see this match in, like, this, this. See, like, I know we, you know, everyone was talking about Roman and Cody. That was obviously the big main event. But I feel like in terms of your, your top three matches going into Mania, I felt it was the Usos and the Canadian boys, Roman, Cody, and I, I feel like, AC, you know, the 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 the, the, the Intercontinental title match. Nah, real yeah. shit. Like, I feel I feel Gunther is like their next I key. I feel like if they were gonna have somebody beat the beat Roman's reign, I would give it to Homeboy. Yeah, I think uh Cody eventually beats Roman this year if they position for that. And then you know Cody's yeah. the baby face champ. The next guy up, the next big guy up would be Gunther. Nah, Gunther is money, bro. Like even from like a casual, like somebody don't even watch wrestling. Like if they were flipping channels and they will see this motherfucking chopping people and screaming in the ring, like I, I think I don't think they won't touch the remote. Like he has that I, potential. This that match itself, I feel like nobody really cared who won. Like, everyone just wanted to see like, hard-hitting action. Like, no one really cared. And I feel like everyone who who was came out bigger than, than they were. I can see that. I don't think they were, they were, they were, and they were, I don't, I there were no losers in that match at all. Yeah, um, as I said on the group chat, the greatest intercontinental reign I've seen. Yeah. Um, he just like brought the prestige back to the exactly what we grew up on on IC titles. He brought it back. Yeah, exactly. Like even from some of the uh, the Miz earlier in the continental runs were okay. Um, same thing with Jericho, but I this one is like the most memorable one of like someone I'm like damn they really you know the it this is supposed to be the the workhorse title and I think this is proving to to be Gunther right now. Like it's not a demotion like you know my Chiefs take it but this is they they're they're making it what it what it was before. Yeah, when we look back on that ring, it's gonna be like, how that? No, we are gonna remember that. We're like, yeah, we gonna remember that ring. <laughs> I mean, he, he completely shot a honky tonks record, you know. But that was the spot. Even that at one point when Gunther was out, and it was just Sheamus and Drew, like they they went at it. Yeah. I mean, and, and and it set up the position of eventually Sheamus is going to be Gunter with Drew taking the pin. So it still leaves the, oh, Sheamus is going, he, they still got that story there. Sheamus never won the IC title. 
which I probably think, as we talked about, Money in the Bank, UK. Yeah. They're going to probably put on another banger. You know what's um, weirdly enough, because I was, like, looking at that match, and I think there were two people that I I, I would have seen in that match. And I don't know if, if it should have been uh, – a ladder match or just kind of have it become either a fatal four-way or a fatal five-way. But I really would have loved they would have had, like, Pete Dunn in there and like, Cesaro. Cesaro. Claudio. Mm, true. Claudio. Like, I, like, I feel like you you have, having those guys in that match with those three already in. I don't know about you guys, no, but that would have made my dick hard. That's a hard on on like on any fucking given day, because like I, I can only again just like only imagine like what can be done in this match. And to be honest, if, if Cesaro didn't leave WWE, he probably would have been in that match. Yeah, like not even hypothetically, like he probably would have been in that mid card SmackDown. Like they sort of pivot after he left in. You know, Sheamus gave more of the time to Sheamus. And with Pete Dunne and um, he probably would have been in a match. But, you know, he wouldn't be in ring on him. Well, then okay. you got to look at it like this. Like, they, he was, while Cesaro towards the back end, like, the WWE was kind of like in this weird thing that didn't really take place because they, I think there, there was a, a huge lackluster between what guys we want. There was a lot going on on the top guys part of it. And then we just, everything else was just mm-hmm. kind of fillers. Yeah. I think cause they all three of their contracts is up at the same time. And when Sammy and KO got that three mil, yeah. Zaro didn't get that same money and they all came up together. It was like, he was looking at it probably like, yo, I should be getting what they getting. And WWE was probably like, well, you can't do what they do. Meaning, you could put on good matches like them, but if you need Sammy to do, Sammy and KO do comedy, they could do that. If you need them to host a show on Raw, they could do that. If you need them on the upper, middle, or lower card, they could do everything in the book Cesaro can't do. Yeah. And that's... That was a, a, a really big thing. Uh, now, I do like the position Claudio's in now with, you know, with the combat club. Yeah. I think, like, it's, if done right, I feel like just with that faction and stuff, like, they can make a lot out of it. If if done right, I feel like this is one of those kind of need someone at the helm and really book it right, and not just like oh, you can just do whatever the fuck you guys want. Mm-hmm. Give me you, you guys, you you know, you make it an impact. Okay, you guys run in, but like, give me give me, give me a good storyline with this. Like, where are we gonna go? What's gonna make sense? But. IC title game for me, banger of the weekend, nominee of the year. Yeah. Um, next, we had um, Bianca versus Oscar. 
the world women's um title. Good match. Obviously, it wasn't going to top the Charlotte Rhea match. No, but it was it was good, and unfortunately, like my my girl Oscar's been taking L's at Mania's. Yeah, when it comes to Mania, lights are too bright. Like these, like like she's matches, but she's been on the downfall on every single one of them. I think she's like zero and five. Yeah, it's just like yo, like wait. When are we gonna give give her some love? Like, let's get her 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 W. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I knew Bianca was gonna shoot Bianca. Yeah, I thought that that was the right winner because now made Bianca the most the longest reign for world um women's title. Um, yeah. And then Oscar probably could get a rematch out of Backlash and win, win there and stuff like that. But all. Uh, like this, like Bianca's a franchise girl. Yeah. Um, women's division, both Raw and SmackDown and NXT. She she's she's the right girl to to be on there. Um, face of the the company, she brings it with charisma, athleticism. Her in ring ability has just only gets better. And better, like if you put her in those big bright spots, mm-hmm. you know. And it, it ain't the apple ain't falling too far for a tree because you know, Mister Belair, Mister you know Ford himself, like <laughs> Mister God is good. <laughs> yo, I, I kid. I, I, I've said this before. I feel like um, within five years, I think at some point, I feel like. He stays where he's at, stays healthy, momentum. I think he's uh he, he could be that next player to you know to that next main event player along with Theory. Yeah, yeah, they, you could tell the past few months how they've been positioning him too, giving him big spots. That that probably by the end of the year he's gonna be going for like a May call title. Yeah, and and this is uh to Dawkins because Dawkins been, he's been doing his thing. Yeah, and to me, like, no disrespect, Montez. I, since last year, I feel like Dawkins. I've been more impressed by him. Yeah, because he he lost. Yeah, a it lot seems of like weight. he's been catching up. Yeah, he lost a lot of weight. He'd been in the dungeon with TJ and Natty every night. Yeah, and because D- Dawkins, he I don't know how many times he's been with uh, how many tag teams since days of NXT. Like he's, I think even at one point he was partners with uh, with Roman. I think at one point back in those days, been with uh, like, the company for a long time. But I think, um, I, I, I want to say probably when the Street Profits finally came up on the main roster, uh, I think that's where he started improving a little bit more. There's been a lot of liking to him, also like age of what he's been able to to bring, and I think he's kind of grown into. So has a little more ways to go, but it's like the the needle is, tr- is definitely treading in like the right direction. As everybody says on Twitter, he beat the Marty Genetti allegations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, he has. 
And he put Bray, he put Braun Strowman on his back this week. That was not. Yeah. There was no sell about that. He knocked him. <laughs> he knocked the piss out of him. Like he went out, and gave him that good, good. Um, and I, and I know he hasn't. It, it hasn't fallen off on anyone's. Like he's been doing his thing, but. If Montez is, if they like looking like, yo, this is a future world champ, at least Dolphins is going to be a future mid card champ. Yeah. But like, it's like they, they, they play off so well. And like, I don't ever want to see them like, well, we're going to, we're going to break up this team and like have them like, oh, we're, we're going to pin them against each other like fucking Vince does and, uh, and, and creative back then would always do with every tag team. Like you can just like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna do my thing. Your thing, kind of like what they did with New Day. Yeah. Like we don't have to like. Kofi just did an interview and Vince been trying to like, like years ago he was trying to get them to break up and feud, and Kofi's like, that's not gonna happen. Wait, I heard yeah. that story. Like you don't have to do that. We don't have to turn on each other. And I remember there was a for a while like they were teasing it, and I think that I I don't know if it was for Kofi's. Or Big E's run when he won might have been for Kofi. Like everyone thought that they were gonna turn on him for some reason, and they were like at at Mania, and everybody was like, "No, this please don't tell me this is how it's gonna go down." <laughs> yeah, you know, true. they were gonna give him the Randy Orton treatment. I'm done. Um, but I got you know, like it's you don't have to braid teams up. You kind of was like, yo, you know, like. I'm gonna do my thing, do your thing, like just just have that as a as a layer. But like, you don't always have to fucking break a tag team much as a as a betrayal. He's jealous. He's gonna turn on him if it just if it doesn't benefit the other person. Because I feel like that's how it gets lost. Yeah. Because then it's like, what was the point of this? You know, you yeah, just like yeah, it's just like yo, you just one person just prosper, and the other one is just like. All right, he's gonna fall down. He's gonna fall down the card, and then he's gonna get released. It's almost like a death sentence, depending on how they're able to to carry it. Very few people, like you said, like you know, like that. The, it's the Martin Janetti effect. Yeah. Um. We had um your boy Edge versus Finn. Hell in the cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Shout out to Finn for even completing the match. I don't know if y'all seen the picture that Finn put up. We saw. We saw the photos. Yeah. They, they pulled off quick work on him. They, they, they gave him a quick shot to numb it, and they just put staples on his head. And as like, are oh, you, you, you got to go. They gave him a quick patch up job. It was like NASCAR pit crew. <laughs> fucking a fucking Z pack. <laughs> Like, it really was. So, like, shout out to, like, not only, you know, our boy Finnegan, but just with uh, the medical staff. They went in. They cleaned up. They were like, yo, let's just give you a shot so you don't feel anything. A little numbing agent. You know, staple it up real quick. I think they were in and out within, like, three minutes. Mm-hmm. While Edge was kind of, like, doing his whole thing. And I, on the production side, I, they, 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 did a, they did a good job. Yeah, it was quick work. Um, yeah, the match was good too. Um, I thought it was high. 
Yeah. Like, there's no, like, there was, there was some spots, but I don't think it was, like, anything, like, I was wowed. Yeah, it wasn't Edge and Seth when they had the Hell in a Cell match, but it was still like Yeah. I guess I was expecting more. Yeah, I think a lot of that got because of the injuries, and they didn't want to. Right, this is probably really because I did hear that they they cut it they they cut the batch a little soon because of that. Yeah, um, it was a good match. Even though, like I said in the chat, I said even though I Finn lost, like he's been getting a lot of momentum on the roster lately. Been pinning a lot yeah. of guys. Um, there was talks that Triple H is like, you know, really building him up, about to put him back on like the main card scene and stuff. For the Titans, he's and about stuff. to put him on top. <laughs> and then we got the main event. No, no, whoa, 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 whoa. no, no, we're not there yet. No, you the same. Oh, yeah, you're missing yeah, exactly. Yeah. You missed the key, key event that took place in night two. Oh man, here comes the money. Mm-hmm. Or so we thought. So we thought. <coughs> the prodigal like, has returned. I I, I mean, I, I, how how did these talks take place? Of your, we're gonna bring because Shane was fired. Yeah. Like like we we giving you the pink slip. We haven't seen Shane since the debacle of Royal Rumble 2022. Yeah, like it was like the it was hijack. bad. It was the hijack. Like it was the the Shane McMahon show. Everybody was like, "What are you doing?" The shit got so crazy. Bad Bunny almost walked out. Yo, everybody was pissed. Like I remember, like even the debacle of the the entrance from what was it twenty three to twenty four, and it was originally supposed to be, um, Randy Orton and Shane's music came on, and, and he, Shane was trying like, yo, go out, go out. He's like, fuck no. Like he's like, yo, this ain't this ain't twenty four year old Randy Orton where it was just like, oh, we, I have to like all of a sudden like I'm gonna take the hit and everyone gonna laugh at me. He was like, nah. Fucked up. Your music is on. Now you go out there. We just have to improvise on like how everything is gonna. You said to me out there, come to your music. Mm-hmm. It was a real Kendall Roy move. <laughs> Not for real. Like you said, he just went. He just went down. That was the crazy thing because I literally like turned away. I, I, I the crazy shit is I saw him go up. And then I yeah. turned away. And then when I came back, that was when Miz was just over him. I was like, what the fuck happened? Yo, I was like, did he tore his AC Happened. I was like five seconds in. And then we, he, he, you know, he tore his quad. The quad job. Yeah, I think that might be the last time Shane McMahon is in the ring. That's crazy. I don't think he's. Damn. We're like, yo, this wrestling thing ain't for you, man. Some people were asking, like, is this a work? And I was like, nah, this is not a work. I think this is, like, a legit injury that's happened. <laughs> the former boss's son and everything. 
one one out of ten. How, how hard was Vince last laughing backstage? Yo, I, I go five or six. Honestly, this is this is what I'm waiting for. You know how they do the the WWE 24. Yeah. Like this needs to be on this dock. Like I need to know to this exact moment because I'm pretty sure like these motherfuckers in the back were laughing. I can I can only I can already see Taker's face in the back laughing about this. Oh man, they lucky Austin was in there. Oh man, he would have been dying. Austin would have <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Austin would be ripping him up. And I know why you mentioned Taker because they released the 38 joint a few days ago and he was killing Vince mm-hmm. with that stunner. Exactly. And I know and I know Taker was uh Aaron Gorilla. Oh, but man. this was uh, I, I I I hope that's in there because I really want to see like how they, they they go about this and like everyone's reaction and afterwards it's just like what what the fuck just happened? Uh, but you know Snoop took care of it. He took over the spot. Um, and then at the same time, I, I you know, I you 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 really have to kind of give it up the this weekend because this man literally became like he's a personification of like the company man. And not to say he's like yo, he's he, he's a company's bitch, but like this, like he's legitimately like the company man. True, I feel like he's like. This new generation of the big show, like just just do what we we kind of ask you to do, and we we reward you with, you know, with getting paid. Yeah, but it's been a big year for Miz, even outside WWE. You know, all stuff. Yeah, he has. Stuff. He's been everywhere. Miz is always winning. He's winning. He's winning in and outside of the ring. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. They ain't no lies on that one. <laughs> we know that. He's always winning. Well, he said he never lost. Never lost. Like he 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 does his own thing. Like uh, apart from home life, you know, he outside of the ring and you know what he's also doing, like with media, he does a lot of stuff with promoting, uh, marketing, uh, within WWE, his own stuff. Sometimes he'll you know he still does his stuff with uh with NT. Um and just like with media coverage, you know he's he's he plays that role very well. Yeah, everybody in Hollywood know Miz. He was at the PGA Tours joint with Pat McAfee yeah. a month ago. And let's not let's not forget the uh, the All Star Game should have been the game winner. Yeah, you know unofficially, unofficially like half court buzzer beater didn't count. No, it didn't count. Damn. Um, he Miz, he won the um MLB All Star Celebrity Game last year too. Yeah. Now speaking about Nick Khan, Miz been making his 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 way around the entertainment business. Yes. This past couple of years, like he ain't no A lister, but he he definitely above a C. Yeah, and he's uh, like even like after his wrestling career is over. He's still gonna have that take. He's still, he's yeah, he's still gonna, gonna have, be. He's gonna have that Bella career, like the, the Bellas or the Garcias. <laughs> yeah, like, like on on that aspect is like you know what? I don't have to 
wrestle anymore. Like he can legitimately, like I can still be a host someplace where we still make more money. Mm-hmm. Like financially, I think like he, he won't be taken care of. But, you know, rest, rest, rest in peace. Because I uh, think that's going to be, that's, that's going to be it. I, you know, at his age, dealing with, with the, with his first quad injury, um, he's, he's done. Like, this is the, the last time we will see Shane McMahon in, uh, in an in-ring type of capacity. I think so. I don't know how much he got paid. Yeah, I don't know. Family and quads. Hey, I, I I don't know, but I just hope that I see this on a documentary somewhere, and and we see backstage reactions to this. But it's it's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, and shout out to lady. Um, shout out to Ref Jeff. Um, the referee, she she was telling Snoop to do the people's elbow. Yeah, do the people's elbow. Quick thinking. It was just like, I cool, this, I gotcha. And then, of course, Dwayne in the comments, ah, thanks for doing the most electrifying move. Yeah. It was just like, <laughs> the weed elbow. Snoop had a hell of a weekend. He was, he was active. He was using all capacities. He was like, he was like, yo, this ain't like Wednesdays. He was just like, yeah, because he got reamed out the last time. He was like, he was performing on a Wednesday show. Bookings like that. He's like, you don't run me, cuz. You know, but but yeah, we we, could, we could put, gave, gave, gave Alpha Academy a death row chance. That's the uh, the um the the missing gold belt. I was like, yo, he gave everybody on the roster a death row chance. I was like, yo, <laughs> I was like, niggas got killed for this chance, son. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, imagine if Hit Roll was like as big as they could have been, and you just kind of like just you know gave them a little squit nod with uh with Snoop. Hit Roll, man. man, Michael Cole still on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> every fucking Friday, Michael Cole is killing him. I can bet, bro. But um, the fucking main event, the main event. Yeah, I see a lot of people. A lot of people mad at the at the decision, but you gotta also you gotta also look at like this. This is why we even said in the group chat. Like I said, I thought in the name of WrestleMania. If they was gonna send the crowd home happy, they would have had the perfect chance to do it. But in hindsight, controversy you, pays. 
he was not beating Roman. A lot of people got to realize, even though he, right now he's the WWE's golden boy, and he gets he gets these crazy pops and and merches being sold by the truckload. This motherfucker also went to start a company to to be the competition. <laughs> Yo, Seth Rollins the day before the main event was speaking his truth. He said, "Yo, they just giving him everything." They giving him everything. They let him beat me three times in a row. They let him win the Royal Rumble. They let him main event over Sammy. They giving this dude everything. And you know what? I was like, you know what, Seth? You're right. They gave him who whoever got this much stuff coming back like this. But they, they also had to respect it. This is why he got he's gotten that shit. Because he was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm out. I'm gonna do my own shit. And he actually made a company that would like to Legit. be like that, yeah, to be the eternal. Like, whoa, hold up, like, like, oh, I, I didn't know you had, you had it in you, Cody. You know what? Let, let's talk. You know, we got we got to do some talking. But literally, him going out there doing what he did, it gave him more balls coming back. But still, this nigga, this nigga tried to make company to turn them out of business or to like take their pie. It wasn't they even so much taking another pair of the business. He was like, yo, we. We're going to create our own thing. Like, we don't, you guys don't have to be the only show in town. It wasn't like we're trying to rob me out of business. But I want to know that we're, 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 we're not going to take this lightly. Like, we, we want to be able to create that good competition to feed off of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I think, obviously, you know, we, we spoke about this before. Like, the fans kind of really... They they made this more than than what it was like. It was no difference than the media trying to create, you know, the East Coast West Coast beef between Pac and Biggie. East Coast West Coast, like that's what the fans think. They really tried to make it. Was like we're not, we're like we're not. This. Yeah, we want to compete, but it's not like you're you making it seem like yo we we want them out of business because there were some fans that were like yeah that's what AEW is gonna take the you know they they're gonna. They're gonna go and make Vince go broke, and I'm like, that'll never happen. Yeah, especially now, like going fucking broke. Like, now Vince is, you know, you know, we sent Price over here. He's good, but um, storyline still withstanding. I think Roman he did that Ariana Hawani um interview the night before. He said, "Why would it end now? The ring." If there's so much still left from the story, yeah, like we could pull this to 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 SummerSlam, yeah. And I think one thing that I I took from it, and then you know I I thought they they were probably gonna you know make it happen and give Cody the title, and I said it, I was like I thought that's how it was gonna happen, but I really wanted I really want Roman to win because I feel like there's again there's so much that could be told. So let's, let's look as that as one of the what ifs. Let's say if Cody would have gotten the win, mm-hmm. everyone would have been shining. Ah, yeah. But then, like, what do you where do you go from with Cody? He he goes his parade for the next few weeks. I don't think uh, at most you probably give um. Uh, a five or six month time 
see where it goes. But then, like, what would they have other than possibly going up against Seth Rollins? I think that might have been that. I think that's that probably would have been the next logical step. And you know, but what do you? Yeah, you I still keep that. Okay. Are you going to say something, Chris? No. Because um, whenever Roman loses, the next step is probably he's going to face Jay Uso. Yeah. They're coming down. They, that's still happening. They've still been teasing that. So it's not like it's going to be like the and, Roman. And they can pull right the trigger off any time. Yeah. So if Cody won on yesterday, um, on Sunday, it was not like they were going to do a rematch at Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Roman probably would have went away for a while. Yeah. There's been some blood, bloodline stuff. And then we would have been like, it was like the same argument when people made about the um, Sammy winning that elimination chamber. It was like, yo, y'all just want this to get the big pop. But then, then what? Exactly. And it does. Like, and that's what they, like, some fans realize. You can't. Like, we can't do the pop because then it's just like, what's next? Like, what do you do now? Where you go? Where, where do you take the story? You do oh, but they should have just split the titles. And then, like, the people are so obsessed with, like, having these titles that it's not making sense anymore. Like, how they want to do it just so they can get the pop. Like, Oh, you, like the, the, I, I, you know, I think I, I saw one where they're like, "Oh, well, we should just like split the title." Just, just that's the way it just should have been, you know. Maybe just have a uh, Cody win it uh, Sunday, so the fans can go happy, and then Roman can come and challenge him, and he can get the title. Kind of go off with your plans. I'm like, what dumb fucking shit did you just came out of your mouth? What are you talking about? And they want that thousand days. Yeah, they're like, oh, he just only wants to get a thousand days. Fuck that. You know, they're only going to do it for the marketing purpose so they can sell merch. It's a fucking piss. Yeah. And then as as we watched Roll last night, Cody still got the same amount of pops. Exactly. He didn't get booed. If anything, he got more cheers. Yeah, he got more yeah. You're stupid. Roman got yeah. more. Like no one lost any like any type of 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 heat to them. Like there was no steam loss, and it's only gonna create a bigger atmosphere the next time. Like okay, if we're gonna have Roman Cody too. Now you know the fans are going to be more heavily invested in them. And to put into proper context, um, as we're going to get into at the main meal, you know, a lot of people had a lot of headway about Raw last night, right? But, Mm. oh, yeah, you know, they did the wrong thing. You know what Raw ratings was today? What was the rating? Like 2.1, 2.2? Yeah, 2.2. 
They almost they they did their biggest rating in over three years. They had a good they had a good Saturday. That's honestly, and this is why the news of what's happening kind of has taken the wind out. They people have momentum, even on Facebook. People who have who have never really seen put any status about wrestling. They're like, "Yo, I gotta check out night two. Night one was lit." Mm-hmm. Like people actually want to watch wrestling. People just don't want to watch Vince McMahon's wrestling anymore, and that's what it's really going to come down to. And it's, you know, and then, then like he's he's about to get his power. Then, then everybody else, talent and fans, is just going to leave. But he don't care. He already got his nine nine billion. He alright, and he's still going to be collecting checks for the next two years. Um. Yeah, we'll see if. Well, we got to see next week if Vince is going to be in Gorilla again. Because, you know, a lot of people were pissed about what was going on. He was putting some creative stuff together. There was a bunch of rewrites going on, and people were like, yo, what the fuck is this? What, are you, what, are you, what is this? I, I thought you gone. I thought you was gone. He's like, never, never lost. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk Like you said, we're gonna see that. That's gonna be the next storyline. We'll see how this um this plays out when endeavor events whoever is in control of creative. I I've just I oh, thought oh, Raw oh, should have been better. On the mania front, um what would y'all give one to ten both nights? The so both nights I give it an eight point five. It could have been a nine, but I get an eight eight point five. Yeah, I kind of go. Say, yeah, it was a good minute. Up one, I go eight point six. <laughs> yeah, I give it around that same rating. Um, I gave like night one nine nine and a half, night two like eight. Yeah, so night one was uh funny because I feel like. The last, I guess, since they first incorporated the the two night events, I've always felt night one has been the better of day two. Yeah, it was thirty seven. Was when Bianca Sasha last year. The one with no fans. Yeah. Like, I say, like, I feel like night one is always going to be the banger, and then like night two, you kind of you're you're going to put your main main event. In night two, but like everything else, like everyone, but I feel like I don't know if it just becomes like night one, they bring it in, and this is like this is like the you know the the curtain call. We're doing this, and it, it gets you hyped up and down too. I feel like it's a little bit of a cool down the last three years. Yeah, because because even this night one, it was like match wise, it was it was too high to catch. It was going aside the mm-hmm. the triple threat. Like, it's like, nah, nobody's gonna reach that. Like, that Charlotte match is like, oh, shit. Like, you're not topping that. No. The, the motions of Sammy and KO and all that, you're not gonna top that. It, it, it was the, the storyline of the year. Plain and simple. That was. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all I gotta say about that. Yeah, but I think I think that was a good first episode coming back. Yeah. Back in these wrestling skates. We got some main events coming up next month. Both companies. Backlash Puerto Rico, double or nothing. And then you got the King and Queen of the Ring. This week we have Monet Watch. She has her second match this week. Monet. I'm very curious to see what's gonna happen after, like, the, how the whole King and Queen uh, of the Ring is gonna be set up. Like, I, I, I just hope they get away from the hokeyness of of it. Like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm over like English accent all of a sudden. <laughs> no, you always say that, but it's true. Like, I'm, I'm, I've been done with that shit a long time ago. They always tend to kind of give it. Um, like there's no significance from it. Like I want to see top talent on it. Like if you're not if you're not going into to that thing at all, like I want I want to see the proper people should be like a good uh, showcase for like hey you know what is potentially be the uh, the next superstar. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see talent on there. That is one good thing about the next two. Well, the next two out of the three events coming up, they set the table for, you know, you got the um King of the Ring, Queen of the Ring, and then you got Money in the Bank. Yeah. So that's going to set the yeah, table it's... for the back half of 2023. Yeah, I think it's a lot. Some it's going to be your. This is a crucial time, I think, to set everything up for SummerSlam. Ward No, I'm with it. Everything to talk about on episode 72. <laughs> yes, sir. Sorry, we're, we're going to see how that how everything else works. Until then. Catch y'all later. We out, y'all. Go home, boys. <laughs> <laughs>